Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. Oh my, where do we start today? Where do you want to start? Well, I have notes here for the podcast. Um, You found your mirror was on your floor, right? Oh, you put that in there? Yeah, I always put things in there that we should talk about. Yeah, my so my mirror in my bedroom fell. The nail came off. So my mirror was pretty high up. Like, it's high. Mm-hmm. And it fell. And the fact that it didn't break is beyond me. And it landed not on the mirror side, but landed on turned around. So Ugh. if it fell, it would have slid down the wall, okay? And then it probably would have hit the bottom and then fell on the glass part. And the glass wasn't shattered. No, because it didn't land on that. It landed on the complete opposite side in the complete opposite direction. Were you there when it fell? No, because I walked to my room and I'm like, oh, shit, it was on the floor. See, that makes me think that someone picked it up that's and what, put it down. That's what my mom said. That's so weird. I just heard a, an, uh, an encounters on uh, Two Girls, One Ghost just like that. That they picked up the mirror? Yeah, that like, well, actually, so what happened was the mirror came off the wall and fell face down, but nothing cracked and it just landed on like a but well they weren't there i think i know that it landed on like a bunch of this his toys and all the toys were destroyed but the mirror was fine well yeah the like i said it would have the nail came off it would have slid down the wall yeah. or it would have fell uh-huh. but the fact that if it fell the way the mirror is it would have hit the bottom and then mm-hmm. psh, fell yeah, flat fell on, on the mirror face, side yeah. yeah no complete opposite side the thick part but turned around the opposite way like someone just took it off and then placed it down. And your mom feels the same way? Yeah. Just like, yeah, that sounds like someone just placed it down there. It's not even damaged. Nothing. Have you felt anything? Um, Not recently, no. I think that's probably been the last weird thing that's happened for a minute. But that was, I was like, that's bizarre. Well, what freaked me out when I saved this for the podcast, if you didn't look at the notes, you wouldn't see it. But the mirror happened to you, and then I went upstairs, and my panther figurine was on the floor. <laughs> right next is my altar. Like it fell? I don't know. But I don't know how it would have. Like, Grim doesn't mess with that area. If he's doing the laser, he's doing it in my room. And this altar is by the, like... Like your living area? The dining room area. That's where I keep it. I'm going to move it, though, because I was like... <laughs> Okay. Maybe they don't so it's like people are just coming and not people, but you know what I mean? Just moving, moving things, things around. Yep. Like, why you got to mess with my mirror, though? I don't know. Well, I don't, mirrors it's are just like portals. I know, but it's like, what are you trying to tell me about this mirror that clearly it's like a warning for something, I feel like. Or it could just be like an entity just being a dick. It's hard to say. Did you cleanse it? Like sage it? No, I just nailed, put the nail back in and hung it back up. Sage it, and you should also do a, a portal closing sigil on the back of it. Like, draw it on. That's what I did with my mirror. You'll have to show me how to do it. Well, Yeah, you'll have to show me how to do yeah, it. It's pretty, it's a, here, I'll find that. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I found it odd that your <laughs> mirror fell, and then my panther fell. I was like, what the fuck? Also, you remember last week? Our last podcast when I said that a snake crossed my path. Yep. I was also talking to my mom. She's like, that's so weird because the same thing happened to me. I know. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. I was like, what is happening? Mm -mm. 
no, no, no. And also on Patreon, we were talking about supernatural hiking stories. Really? Yeah, you and I were. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> I heard supernatural and I immediately went to the show. Oh, no, no, I had supernatural a client talk hiking. to me about supernatural. I love supernatural. Jensen Ackles, where you at? Yeah, we did. We talked about some creepy fucking stories on Patreon. And am I playing with fire by listening to creepy podcasts again? Maybe. Probably. But the ones you were saying gave me chills. And I'm like, cool. I just cool. found it really weird that that's the one that popped up. I was like, what the fuck? Right as I'm about to go on my hiking yeah, trip. It was weird. So be safe. Flash and Jaws, you better protect it. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I know Flash is on Patreon. So Flash, you definitely need to listen to that Patreon. Yeah, you do. Um, I'm just happy I'm not going alone this time with those stories. So creepy. Seriously. That freaked me out. I think I can't I don't know which one creeped me out more. They both creeped me out. They both creeped me out. The well, the second one was more supernatural and the first one was more like stalkery. But who knows if it was like a human or a supernatural entity, which is just insanely creepy. And this will be fun. Telling you things happen. At night, things go bump in the night in the woods. They really do. Especially during hiking when you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Crazy shit happens. I'm good on all that. I'm going to let you do that. I'll just put my tent between, like, Flash and Jaws' tent and be like, cool. Exactly. I want to make a circle. and <laughs> You'll be in the middle. You guys fight the bad guys. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. That was... Well, you guys have to get on Patreon if you want to hear about any of that shit. So... Oh, I put um, the my light in the kitchen because remember how I replaced the light bulb in the hallway because it was flickering. Right. I replaced that. Fine. But now my kitchen lights are flickering. Just like on and off or turned back on and off itself? They're just flickering all the time. Anything else spooky? No, not really. I've just been having really fucked up dreams, but... I had some fucked up ones last night. Me too. What were yours? Uh, I don't remember. I have to like sit here and think about it. But it kept waking up and be like, s- like stop. It's mm. like you you fall back asleep and, and you dream you about right the same thing, dream. and then you're like, stop. And I then hate you that. wake up and you're like, all right, this is enough. Fall back asleep, same thing. I fucking hate that shit. I hate it. No, so the, those have messed um, with me pretty hardcore. So no, thank you. Anything else in our notes? No, those are the only notes that I had for today. Um, Just creepy shit. Like I said, I guess we will see what happens because I've started to listen to like um, like creepy stuff again. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. We talked about how you were in hermit mode. Yeah. This week. You guys can listen to Patreon if you want to hear all about yeah. that. Yeah, and um, I'm ready to, more than ready to head into hermit mode. Yeah, you can go hiking. I just, I need go. to get the fuck out of Dodge for a while. Yep. It's been a long time. My soul is, like, itching so bad. Yeah, you need to be out in nature. I do, and it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been, like, seven months since I've been somewhere, and I'm slowly going insane. Yeah. So I really need to get away. You're a nomad. You need to nomad your way across the world. When I did the AT, like, I had so many people blow up my phone for a little bit. Like, so many people. And then I kind of lost a lot of friends because I stopped responding. Literally went in hermit mode. That's what you gotta do sometimes. 
it's not like I'm gonna be gone for six months again, but you kind of you shut out the outside world. Well, I understand why. I I do that too. I think it's healthy at times. I need to. I'm feeling your hermit mode. So my psychiatrist said it's a very healthy thing to do. Oh, that makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you just got to be careful to make sure you don't like over isolate, which is like something that I have to watch out in the winter because that can be depressing. But as long as you feel fine, you know, I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. The only other notable things in my life are all the freaking feathers I'm finding. Still? Yeah, I found some really cool ones. I'll show you the ones I found like in a row. So I found this one two days ago. And then yesterday I was walking and I found this one. Very similar color. Yeah, I think they're both from a hawk. I was talking to Joseph about it. He said, yeah, your guides are really trying to talk to you. Yeah, so this client I had today, she had a Mm. hawk tattoo and a wolf tattoo. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm. That's a guide right there. All about that. Yeah, I've been seeing wolves nonstop. Nonstop. Not like actual wolves, guy. That would would be... (laughs) Random wolves walking around Ohio. It would be alarming, but kind of cool. They have wolf stationaries. I would love to. I don't know if they have any here or not. But they have them. I'd like to go to one too. I think the wolves can be actually very friendly. I know you can pet them. Really? Yeah. I know there's a place in Columbus that you can like pet wolves and take photos with them. So there is a place in Ohio then with wolves? I didn't know. Yeah, there's a photographer that you can take photos with wolves. What? Mm -hmm. I didn't know this. Yeah, you should do it. I I want to. That sounds amazing. Is it expensive though? I don't know. I think I was going to do it for Tony one day, but I never got around to it. Sorry, Tony. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) Shout out. My ex-husband yet again. I hope it's fine. I've spent so much money lately. It's ridiculous. Girl, same. Between the car and then the vet. Oh, God. I spent almost $400 at the vet. Girl, I spent $800. Yeah, it's because you got two of these guys. $800. On the vaccines and stuff. Yeah, and then and they're the like, they're like, well, and... do you want to do blood work on heart? Do the blood work on for the heartworm? And I'm like, no. That's what I said. I was I like, said... they're ten years old. They're yeah. on the flea heartworm tick thing. They've been their whole entire life. Yeah, they made it this far. Yeah, and they're like, well, we really recommend. You're like, you gonna pay for it? And they're like, well, we might not be able to get certain vaccinations because you have to. Go. It was a whole oh, thing. And I was God. like, are you fucking kidding me? Get out of here. That's nonsense. So about $90 each. That's dick. That's a dick move on their part. They didn't say that to me. They gave us all the vaccine. So like, okay, change your mind, come back. Well, I need to go where you go because they like go through a whole thing and I'm like, sure, just just keep adding the shit to the list. It's fine. I know. So $800 and I said the year, the year before that I was $1,400. Nuts. It's fucking crazy. So anyway, yeah, I'm curious to see how much the wolf pictures would be. I would love something like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'll have to look that up where you can get it. Okay, I just opened I I just uploaded some of the creepy college photos, guys, including the, the stain of the woman in the ridges. Yeah, so go check out last podcast, Haunted Dorms. Well, mm-hmm. Haunted Colleges, I should say. Yep, I'm where I mean you have to go on our uh, Patreon if you want to see all the photos and I will also upload um my transcript if you guys want to see it cuz I'm late yeah. and I write it all out. Boom. Yeah. 
I think it'd be so cool to take wolf photos. I know. I didn't know that was a thing. You, like, made my day saying that. I also want to go, like, falconing. I don't know what that is either. It's where you take, like, a falcon and they, like, are on your arm and you, like, go like that and, like, they fly and they, like, hunt and then they come back to your arm. I hear they're heavy. (sighs) I'm down to try it. I just... (laughs) Been doing my yoga, been practicing. Maybe I can handle it. We'll see. And then, then, then. I don't know. I, I wanted to also do that with you. Another shout out, Tony. <laughs> I also wanted to do that with you, but we never did. So, yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, go on Patreon if you want to see cool photos and transcripts and stuff. And we uploaded another tea time today about creepy supernatural shit. So, yay! Maybe we'll take wolf photos and falconing photos and post them on Patreon. But again, you can only get them if you are on the $5 tier. $5 tier only, guys. $3 tier, you just get tea time. That's what it is. Tea time's so good, though. Hey. Tea times are awesome. I do want to go to the ridges in OU. I mean, I do it too. sounds so creepy. I do, too. Anyway, um, 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 do you have any recs this week? I went to go see The Flash. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's on there. I forgot. Is it The Flash or Flash? I think it's The Flash. It was good. Ezra Miller is a little psycho in real life, but I think he's a good actor. It's, like, hard to believe. I'm like, are you really this psychotic in real life? It's almost like I think he just needs medication. It's not on it. Like, have you heard of the shit he's done? No. What do you do? Um, Is it as bad as Army Hammer? (laughs) Uh, he punched a woman in a bar, I think. Oh, my. Oh, my. He God. was. Wait, is he who's playing the Flash? Yeah. That's Ooh. why if you watch the very end, like, you know how the, the DC and Marvel movies always have the end credits about something? It's like, mm. it was kind of pointless because there's like, well, we don't know. We're going to go with this just in case Ezra Miller gets, like, arrested the rest of his life. I don't know. That's he was, like, grooming though. someone. Ooh, what? He was grooming Yeah, someone? like a grooming this boy. No! Oh, no. And then there should... was something else. No. He went off the rails. No. Um, but I'm sure you can just Google all the shit he's done. I don't like that at all. That's so creepy. But anyway, I recommend this if you are a 90s nostalgia Michael Keaton Batman fan, which I am. Michael Keaton's my favorite Batman. Mm, disagree. I know it's gonna. It's a very controversial. I mean, I'm just obsessed with Christian Bale, so I know. he's always gonna be my. I favorite. love Michael Keaton, so of course Michael Keaton still kicking ass. Love that. In his sixties, maybe I don't know how old he I mean, is. He looks good for his age. He is. I mean, he I'm is like, all right, ass I can get on board TV with you. Age. Yeah. So me. personally, that's why I enjoyed it because Michael Keaton is Batman. Love that. I'm cool with that. That's what's up. Come at me if you don't like Michael Keaton as Batman. I don't care. I mean, I feel like everyone likes him as Batman. I just feel like everyone has a favorite Batman. And I know a lot. I just talked to a client who said Robert Pattinson was actually a really good Batman. He is my second. You said that to me. You told me that. He plays such a good gothic, dark, twisted, fucked up Batman. I do like that. Because at first I'm like, why would you pick him? And then watching the movie, I was like, wow, he's really good. And then we think we talked about this, how when all the Batmans take their mask off, there's no eyeliner. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he does, it's like all down his face, his makeup smeared. Like, it's realistic. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, Christian Bale will forever be my Batman. I love Christian Bale. 
Michael Keaton. Everyone's like, oh, Michael Keaton's so, like, hoaxy. And I'm like, guys, the movie was made in the 80s. What do you expect? And it's Tim Burton, so it's got his own dark twist to it. Oh, Tim Burton. He's creative. He has, like, different content than other um, people, I think. But yeah, absolutely. But like, it's made in the eighties. We don't. They don't have what they have now. No. Who cares if it's hoaxy? I don't care. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. So okay, so you liked it. Yeah, and he used like lines from when he did like in the Batman, the original. I'm like, oh my god, I can't. Who do you think was the worst Batman? George Clooney. I think so too. I think he would even agree with that. There's a thing that says he he pays people money back for watching this movie. Yeah, he gives them money back. Yeah, so whoever who woke up one day and was like, George Clooney, Batman. Worst Batman, hands down. Have you seen Constantine? Someone was telling me I need to watch Constantine. No. Apparently we should watch that. Keanu! I'm rewatching um John Wick series again. God damn, I need to rewatch that too. Maybe I'll watch I'll make Matt watch that. Well that's because uh, my boyfriend hasn't seen them and so we're rewatching them. And I wanna watch the fourth one again. I haven't seen it yet still. I need so to watch good. it. The third and fourth are my favorite ones, I think. I did really like the third one a lot. I did too. Especially her bad. dogs. Those are my yeah, favorite. Of course. Like if I could train my dogs to do that, just like do a little whistle sound, they just like annihilate someone's nuts. Plus, they have Angelica Houston. She's just, I just love her. Morticia. Mm-hmm. Morticia Adams. Oh, my God. I'd live to be like Morticia and Gomez one day. One day. That's a goal. That's a good wreck. Yeah. I dig it. So, what's your wreck? Um, I'm not going to recommend the movie I watched last night. I did not like it. No. We talked about that on Patreon, too. <laughs> yeah, we did. I am going to recommend another Wes Anderson film because apparently all I watch is Wes Anderson films. Um, it's called The French Dispatch. And it's got, I mean, Bill Murray, Timothy Chalamet, Owen Wilson, um, Francis McDermott. Like, it's just such a stellar cast and always just wonderfully told about the origins of this paper. Also like they're, they're doing this like one last issue and you get to see how the issue is put together. And it's just, I mean, just the way he shoots things, the way that he directs people to act in his movies, just, I am a diehard Wes Anderson fan. So I thought it was, we called it charmingly absurd, which I think you could relate, like, you could also say, I am charmingly absurd. So, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Do not recommend, what is it called? Um, God damn it. Linden. Brian Linden? Maybe it was Brian Linden. I can't remember. Whatever it was, I don't recommend it. But I do recommend <laughs> Wes Anderson, and I will be watching the new movie of his that is coming out because I love him. What's the new movie? I can't remember the name of it. Let me look. I just want to see it really bad because I love him. Oh, shit. It's out. Oh, my God. It's at Polaris. I'm going to make Matt see that with me this weekend. Make him. He loves Wes Anderson. So that's what I'm going to do this weekend, maybe. Okay. I just love him. I get it. I get it. Even when they're sad, like, they still make me, like, it's just, like, so sweet and, like, odd and, like, touching and funny. It's, like, my kind of humor. So that is my wreck. And as Ashley and I have been talking about, I am rereading Throne of Glass and just re-falling in love with all the characters in that. I recommend Throne of Glass. It's a good series. I like it. I know what it's love to be with characters. Hmm? I know what it's like to be in love with characters. Jane Winchester. (sighs) Oh, God. 
There are it, like the main, I can't even say who the main love interest is in this book because it's a twisted, tangled thing, but he, and then the main love interest in the court of thorn and roses. I mean, I don't know. Well, I think I, I do have a preference, but Jesus, it would be a tough call because I'm kind of obsessed with both of them. But I think I'm loving Throne of Glass more lately because she's very fiery and I'm very fiery lately. Sounds As relatable. Biting my boyfriend. So, you know. I just love when you're mad and you bite. Yeah. He fucking knows. <laughs> don't fuck with me. I told him a million times. I'm grum. I'm, I'm grum. I was like, don't fuck with me. I'm grouchy. Don't fuck with me. You've been warned. And he fucked with you. And he so fucked you with bit me. his ass. I bit him many times. He's probably going to have bite marks all over him parents gonna be like are you being abused it's like no i don't like bite hard enough to like leave like a fucking like bleed him but like yeah but i'm gonna be like fucking quit your ass and it's mostly playful guys i'm not actually abusing my boyfriend okay mostly we're mostly mostly there's like there was only one time where he was like ow and i was like you fucking earned that you asshole when i draw blood you know he didn't quite draw blood. It was definitely deep, but he, you know, don't suffocate me, okay? What goes on upstairs? Some weird shit, girl. <laughs> Some weird shit. So, yay! All right, good Rex, good Rex. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Should we get into the topic at hand? Yeah, let's do it. I already forget what it is. Okay. You just said it, too, like 30 minutes ago, but I didn't forget. It's okay. Today, we are doing an article from BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed Pay Us, and it is called 14 Women Who Didn't Hold Anything Back and Admitted Why They Cheated on Their Significant Others by Kayla Yandoli. I have a feeling I'm going to relate to a lot of these. Yep. Is that bad? Nope. Shall we begin? Yeah, let's do it. Reddit user TE7ENT7T7 T7? Oh, okay. asked the woman of the Reddit community, ladies, have you ever cheated on your significant other? A lot of their stories were eye-opening, giving us insight into what's going on in a woman's mind while being in a committed relationship. So here are some revealing stories of women cheating on their significant others. Ooh, nitty gritty. Ooh, okay. So uh, there's a note here that said, note, some stories were pulled from this Reddit thread by user Barnyard Shaky. <laughs> and second note, this post includes topics of domestic abuse, drug abuse, and rape. Please proceed with caution. So that's a trigger warning, guys. Trigger warning. Again, domestic abuse, drug abuse, and rape. If you don't want to hear that stuff, I suggest listening to our previous episode, which is less triggery. Still kind of triggery, but less. All right, are you ready for number one? Yep. Okay. Number one. I dated the same guy from 15 to 18. We were long distance for most of it and only knew each other for a month before he got expelled from our boarding school. We talked every night and he made me all of these promises about how wonderful our life would be. Then he came back to school the next year and was nothing like the guy I'd been talking to. I thought maybe he was the one, but I didn't know him like I thought I did. He was constantly fawning over other girls. Nope. School ended and I moved in with him. Oh my gosh. I didn't have any money, but he would help me out by buying me food once in a while. I used to eat food out of the garbage at work. Oh my God. Uh, We shared a one bedroom apartment with two other people and it was disgusting. I met a nice guy at work and after a month we moved in together. 
The two guys didn't know about each other for a year. I kept the facade up, switching back and forth between guys' apartments. I moved away and broke up with both of them in the same night. Zero out of ten would not do it again. And that was by user Sharpie Fairy 666 If she was that unhappy, why wouldn't she just have dumped that one guy? Who was constantly fawning over other girls. Yeah, bye. I don't know. That's fucking weird. Have you ever dated two people at the same time? No. I did. <laughs> but like boyfriend-girlfriend at the same time? Mm, not quite, but it was... Oh, then yeah, I've done that. I've seen nothing like official. I've seen more than one person, yeah. I was in love with two guys at the same time, and it was complicated. Oh, I've never, that's never happened to me. I've never been in love with two men at the same time. But to be fair, I was also in my teens and a fucking idiot. So was she. Yeah. Again, fucking idiot. And you have so much energy as a teenager. Keeping up with two men now? No fucking way. I can barely keep up with one. I'm like, you're exhausting. You are exhausting. I mean, I guess good for her. Maybe she got what she wanted out of it, and hopefully she's with someone very nice. And she said zero to ten she wouldn't do it again, so she, perhaps she learned her lesson. You do stupid things when you're young. Fuck, yes you do. I was dumb when I was young. I don't know that I do that, though. Like I I couldn't guys, do that, because that's a, lot of, yeah, that's a lot of work. Be like, wait, crap, who, whose house am I supposed to stay at tonight? Yeah, and that's a lot of lying. Yeah, like, what if you accidentally call the other guy by the wrong name? Is that why you use, like, the code words? Like, hey, babe. Yep. You say during sex. Yeah, what if you're, like, having sex? Has that ever happened to you? Saying the wrong name? Yeah. No. I've, like, caught myself about to do it before. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, and then I just stop. Like, I'm like, oh, nope. That is not the right name. (laughs) That is not even close. (laughs) Like, oh, so good. Try, yeah, Tinkerbell, yes, yeah. And they're like, Tinkerbell? No, I don't think it's ever happened. I'm not going to, like, quote myself, but. Don't let it happen. Okay, I don't relate to that one, really. No, I don't relate to that one either. Okay, we ready for number two? Yep. Because I have nothing to say on that one. That one is weird. (laughs) Well, she's 15 years she's old. Young. Dated, yeah, little just, baby. 15 to 18. That's a baby. baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this one says, A few weeks ago, I cheated on my boyfriend of eight years, which he knows about. This will be interesting. We got together pretty young, and I was his first serious girlfriend, though he wasn't mine. I never dated around a lot. Pretty much went from boyfriend to boyfriend and wasn't single most of the time. Yeah, I get that. We've been going through a series of rough patches over the past few years due to his money issues as well as his his depression, which he tends to take out on me. He is not totally at fault because I can be impatient with his inability to change his situation, and I'm working on that. But I saw an old fling from before I met my significant other who's still a friend, and we kissed. Not a fool on making out, but tongue. Right afterward, I felt absolutely terrible. I told the friend that it was a mistake and can never happen again, and he agreed. The worst part is he has a girlfriend too. Ugh. We were drunk, but I don't want to blame it on that. I was torn about telling my current significant other for a while. I knew it meant nothing, and I regretted it so much and was angry with myself. I lasted about a week. I don't keep anything from him. I still don't know if telling him was the right decision, and he told me that he honestly doesn't know if it was either. 
I'm still very upset with myself for hurting someone I love, but I'm glad that I told him. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this and I'm curious about your thoughts. This is from throwaway three, nine, eight, seven, two, three, six, seven. Uh, you first. I'm torn about the cheating stuff. Like telling them, like, I think, I don't know. I don't think I could keep it in either. No. But I remember I was reading this book and this guy has an affair and is cheating on his wife and his mother is like don't tell her because all you're going to do is hurt her and she is very in love with you and if you want this to keep going just stop being a fucking dick and get better i mean she didn't say in those words she was much more classy she was like you are telling her to alleviate your guilt and that's hard because even in aa they're like make amends except where to do so would hurt the other person I was like, where's the line, you know? But then it's like, if you were in that situation, wouldn't you want your significant other to tell you that they made out with somebody? Absolutely. And like I said, I couldn't hold it in. I I don't know. Depends how up and down or how rocky our relationship was. Totally. Because if I'm not feeling it anymore, or if I feel like the, no one's working toward the relationship, no, I'm not going to fucking tell you. Yeah, you're just going to end it. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm in a very happy relationship, a loving relationship, mm-hmm. and that like person, whatever, then yeah, I would I would have to tell them. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. But if I'm also in a very loving relationship, I wouldn't put myself in that position either. No. Nope. Like drunk or not, you know what you're doing. You do. Alcohol absolutely. is not an excuse at all. I agree. I was, I mean... I do understand because I became a completely different person when I did drink, but you can't, you can't go out to meet a guy that you had a fling with and then get drunk together and then kiss and then be like, oh, we, it was because we were drunk. You knew what you were doing. You got right, together with right. them. That's why I would never put myself in that situation. Exactly. You're like, I'm not going to hang out with like this I'm not going to ruin my relationship. Mm-mm. Where I love this person nope. for something like this. No. But like I said, if I'm like, you're a dick, this isn't really working. Totally. I'm, I'm not going to tell him then. No. Yeah. You're like, this is done. Like, I don't have to tell you what I'm doing because we're already out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I definitely feel that. I. Mm, yeah. This is why, like, you have to be, like, careful with who you hang out with. Like, Well, I put myself in that situation. I know, I remember. But you were done. Yeah, but you, you were know, hella done with that relationship. God, that relationship was terrible. Yeah, you were done. You were probably looking for an excuse to get out. Yeah, but I knew I put myself in the situation and I knew it was going to happen. And it did happen. And we ended up sleeping together. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we're actually still really good friends to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I still never told him. I just left him. I, couldn't, I can't do this anymore. Bye. Yeah. I wouldn't have told him. But I, I did know what was going to happen. Like, I hung out with him. I put myself in the situation. I started hanging out with him more. Like, we became really close. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, one of us is going to give. And yeah, we both gave and mm-hmm. never told him. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't with anyone when I was hanging out with T. But I knew it was going to fucking happen. I was like, I'm going to seduce the shit out of you. Are you kidding me? You will have no idea what hit you, sir. And he didn't. I knew it was going to happen. I was like, you, me. And we did. There's people you, you know. Did. I just know. Hey, shout out to Jay. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Jay. Shout out to T. Not Tony. 
uh, yeah, you just, you know, you, I, I put myself in that situation and I knew it was going to happen and it happened. And honestly, I don't, I don't regret it at all. Yeah. That's a big reason. I don't think I'll ever like, I mean, I want to see him so bad, but yeah. that would be like playing with fire. I would yeah. be playing with fire for both of us. And I don't want to do that. I like the person I'm with. I really love him. So I'm not going to do that. It'd be hard though if he reached out. It'd be hard to say no. So it's it's hard. Not I mean not to not to sleeping with him, just to seeing him. He was, yeah, because like, I you talk about like how much you miss him and stuff. So that would him. definitely be playing with fire. Him. But you're smart enough to know. You just said you're not going to put yourself in that situation to jeopardize your love and relationship. Yeah, like we couldn't hang out alone, me and him, because it just it's playing with fire. If not for me, then at least for him. So nope, I get I'm it. Good. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. She kind of put herself in that situation and a part of her probably knew. Yeah. All right. Move on. Three. I was sleeping with this great guy for a while. I was totally comfortable with him and he was truly amazing. While I met him, I had been waiting on a guy to get back from deployment. I was head over heels for him and I thought he felt the same way, but nothing was official. I thought guy A and I would phase out before guy B got back, but that didn't happen. And it got pretty close to B coming home. I was up front with guy A and told him what was going on, and it was then I realized that guy A wanted more than just sex. I felt the same way at the time, but I still had feelings for guy B. Well, he got home, and I had sex with him. Being up front with guy A, he told me in short that he never wanted to see or speak to me again. I thought that was a little harsh because we were just having sex, but more feelings were apparently involved. Karma is definitely something that came to bite me in the ass. It turned out Guy B had a girlfriend he was hiding from me, and a few months after banging me, I found out about her. So not only did I get my heart completely crushed, but I missed out on an amazing guy who very well could have been the one. Guy B is now married with a baby on the way with the girl he cheated on me, re- cheated on repeatedly for months, and I bet he's still cheating on her. I did wrong by a great guy for another who ended up being a douchebag, and it cost me a potentially amazing relationship. Don't cheat ever. And that is by purebred ginger. Uh, she's got a point. Karma is a bitch. Karma is a fucking bitch. But like, okay, here's my thing. If she was so into guy A, why right. would she even fuck with guy B? Right. And I don't. So was she talking to guy B first and then met guy A? Is that what happened? She was waiting for a guy. He was on deployment. Guy B was on deployment. She started talking to guy A, having sex with guy A. Okay. And then, and then developed feelings for him. But apparently not because she was like, okay, well, I guess I choose guy B because blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's a little weird. Again, the juggling two guys. I don't know how old she is. If she's like 18, like it's probably like, oh yeah, you're dumb as a fucking brick. You got to be careful with those military men. Let me tell you. That's what I was thinking. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't. They're not really my type. No offense. I like hipsters with handlebar mustaches. (laughs) bikes but I, every girl that i knew that has like been with a guy in the military he's cheated he's cheated because they're deployed what do you think they do they talk I to know. different women to pass the time yeah trust me like i said i've dated i think i've hit every single branch of the military <laughs> nice <laughs> it's just what they do yeah i wouldn't i couldn't and they have a lot of issues also like i like how she's like well i went to guy b but then guy a could have been the one so that's what I mean. Obviously, she had feelings for him. 
Yeah, but then she was like, but then what What did she say? She said, well, he got home and I had sex with him being up front with guy A. He told me that he never wanted to see or speak to me again. I thought that was a little harsh because we were just having sex. Which means he liked her. But he apparently she head. didn't like him. Because she said, I thought we were just having sex, but more feelings were apparently involved. At least she told him. Yeah, that's Kudos true. Kudos for that. At least she told him. Yeah, my guess was he was into her. He had feelings for her. Mm-hmm. If you're going to hook up for a while, I feel like you're going to develop some sort of feelings. <sighs> I've been in situations like this, honestly. Not quite, but like I was sleeping with one guy and then I started sleeping with another guy. And then I liked the other guy more, so I started to phase out the one guy. And then he hated me and blocked me and told me to never speak to him again. And then I didn't end up with the other guy either. (laughs) That's usually how it happens. I didn't really want to, though. I wasn't in the mood to have sex. But, you know, I was like, damn, okay, well, there goes one of my fuck buddies. Shit. Why can't you guys just chill? Okay? I just want to fuck. Yeah, I will uh, never date a military guy again. That's where we can garner from that one. Right, ready for four? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I really want to know how old that last one was, because she, because military could be anywhere from eighteen on. You know, she could have been young, because they marry pretty young in the military. Well, because they can get the benefits, right? Exactly. They do. The house, especially the or if you know they have kids young and stuff, mm-hmm. and the kids get the benefits. And mm-hmm. if you're married, the wife can like go with you. Mm-hmm. She can be on base with you. Yep. But yeah, she could have been young, so I would like. I wish we could get ages on this. But like, I dated guys. We broke up. Some of them went into the military, mm-hmm. and then they were still contacting me afterward, like during where they were like deployed and all that stuff. Yeah. Why they were like married or why they were dating someone else? I'm like, why are you still talking to me? Erica and I were just having a conversation about this about guys that are married that are like, my life is so hard. My wife doesn't appreciate me. It's like. Weird. You all have the exact same fucking story. Your wife doesn't appreciate you. You guys never have sex anymore. You're tired. It's like, yeah, she's probably tired, not feeling appreciated either. Go to fucking counseling. Why are you coming to me? So my high school sweetheart, he went into the Marine Corps. I don't know how long after we broke up, whatever. And then he got married in the Marine Corps and she was a Marine, whatever. And then even she was like contacting me because I guess, I don't know, because he was like talking to me or he talked about me and she was like trying to be quote friends with me. I'm like, girl, no, like I don't want him. That's when you know they're threatened. When the exes try to make, when the new girls try to make friends with you, you're like, what? Yeah. And it was funny because I was dating someone else that was fucking ex-Marine. And like, I'm over here in my own world dating yeah. somebody else. You're like, girl, I'm good. Yeah. But it's just like, why? Why? I don't, I don't want to get back with him. I, it was, they're threatened. That's why. It's like, why are you talking about me all these years later? But anyway, that's my point. That I've had men, I've had other men do it too. Yeah. Like, why are you talking to me when you're deployed, when you're married, or I know for a fact you're dating someone? It's what they do. That's what they do. Okay. Number four. About four years into our relationship, we hit a rough patch. He was distant, and I was drinking and using drugs. I became really close to a male friend, who happened to be my dealer, and began a sexual and emotional affair that lasted several months. When my significant other found out, he was devastated. His first reaction was to have his own fling, which I totally understood, but he didn't want us to be over and wanted to try to make things right. 
I realized how badly I had hurt him and decided I owed him that chance. I ended the affair, I stopped using drugs, and we worked on restoring our relationship. It took some time, but we got there. We got married about a year later, later, had two kids, and have been happily together with no more cheating of any kind for almost 17 years. So yeah, a relationship can move past cheating, but it's not easy. Wow. And that is by Spider Chick. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could move past someone cheating on me. I've been cheated on. I've cheated on some people. Um, but I've never moved past being cheated on. I don't think I could. I ended it there. Yeah. I don't think I could do it. And that's because I found it on my own. Nope. I don't think I could do it. Applaud this couple because, like, that's badass and, like, that's amazing that you guys worked for it. And I think a large part of that was her giving up the drugs Mm -hmm. and the drinking because that shit will put you in a very different mind space. Like, I could not have the relationship I have now if I were drinking. I would not be the same person I was now if I was drinking because I just become a totally different person. So... I think that when you stop drinking, you're able to heal yourself or try to hopefully and become a better person. And I'm glad that he was able to be a part of that process and that they were able to move forward past that. But I don't think that's typical. No, but like you and I are a lot older now. I know I had to say it, but we are. We're more mature now and yeah, I don't condone cheating at all. No, like I couldn't do it. My last relationship, for example, I found out, like, with this girl I knew he liked and never admitted to till after we broke up. Right. And he's like, well, all we did was cuddle Cuddle on the the couch couch. together. And I'm like, that's cheating. If I knew that then and there, Mm -hmm. I would have said bye. That's cheating to me. It's cheating. Yeah. You're being intimate with another girl. I don't care if you're kissing. I don't care if whatever. You're literally cuddling with this girl. Mm -hmm. That is cheating. Yep. I agree. So if I'd known that then, I'd have been like, bye. Absolutely. Not four years later. Yeah, I'm with you completely. So is that che- So that's cheating to you. What, cuddling? Yeah. Of course it is. Okay. If I were, like, cuddling with a guy and, like, my boyfriend saw me and was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'd be like, oh, my God, no, it's fine. We're just cuddling. Like, no. No. I'll hug my guy friends properly. I'm not like, mm. But then I'm like, okay, pat, pat, that's it. Goodbye. Boundaries. Boundaries. It's important, guys. So, so yeah, I'm not going to – I don't think I could forgive someone and move past it. If no, I can't I'm even handle that, no. Happy for them, but that's hard. It's fucking hard. I mean, if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. It's like Moulin Rouge. Without trust, there is no love. Okay. Ready for number five? Yep. Five. What started out as a, as a peaceful and honest pairing ended with a lot of bitterness on my part. Once I married him, everything changed. And I mean changed immediately. It started as early as my wedding night, which is too painful to think about. I blame myself for not annulling the marriage. At that point, there were so many reasons to separate, but I didn't see it. All I saw was that I loved him and was having his baby. Mistake number one, I didn't love myself enough and stayed when I should have left. After the child and the marriage, it went downhill. His help with childcare was minuscule and I was burned out. I became bitter and resentful because he was remiss of my needs. I tried talking to him about it, but to no avail. The last straw was when I had fallen ill and had a close call with death. I was frightened, I know, and in need of his comfort, but he turned away and he left me lying there, figuratively and literally. That's when I hit rock bottom. I had mentally checked out of my marriage that night in the hospital, so I wasn't even thinking about him anymore. I started building myself back up, and that's when I met this other guy. By this point, I told my ex I wanted a divorce because I'd had enough. 
This guy and I became good friends and we ultimately ended up having sex. I feel both good and bad about this. From a personal standpoint, the sex was life altering. I felt validated, liberated, and relieved. My confidence soared and I actually felt positive about the future. This gave me the courage to move forward with my divorce and look forward to a better future. From a morality standpoint, I felt absolutely horrible about it. I haven't told my husband, nor would I ever, because it would destroy him. I wish I had done it differently. I regret that I had that affair. By no means would I ever justify my actions. I merely wish to share my experience and shed a little light on how some people end up in the arms of someone else. And that was by Toss Me Away 4. Toss Me Away? Damn. Yeah, that's pretty fucking depressing. Um, I get it. <laughs> I get it too. She's saying that her ex left her near death at the hospital and she feels bad for this guy? No. This girl still has some work to do. I understand feeling bad about like cheating on someone, but you don't have to feel bad about destroying someone who destroyed you. No. Sorry. That's how I feel about it. I don't think she should feel that bad about it. Maybe I'm a terrible person, but this guy sounds like a piece of shit. So I don't think anyone should cheat, but I don't think she should feel bad about making him feel bad. No, that I get. I get the whole guilt thing sometimes. I do too. I'm guilty all the time. But then sometimes I'm like, why? There's no reason to be. Yeah. No No, reason to be. Do you think women feel guiltier than men do? Oh, absolutely. I don't think women can keep their their affairs secret for as long as men can. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. That's been my experience anyway. With all like maybe I mean I'm not saying all men, but maybe just men care less. They're getting laid. Yeah. It's that thing. Men cheat to stay. Yeah. Women cheat to leave. Yeah. I think it's true. We were just talking about that. Or if like you're getting everything you want at home, like, oh, this, like my wife, she cooks for me, cleans for me, does all mm-hmm. this. You still have sex, but it's like, but this chick's really hot and I'm just going to ha- like have sex on the side with her or something. Or your wife is exhausted because she's doing the cooking, cleaning, and childcare and she doesn't want to have sex as often. And you go get it on the side from somebody else. There was this video where this woman was working out and this the husband was like filming her and he was like, I'm so proud of her that like instead of like the baby was sleeping, he was like instead of like doing something like cleaning or something, she's like taking care of herself. And everyone's like, dude, stop fucking recording her and go help her do something. Why don't you go do the dishes for her? Like it was a whole thing. I'm like, Pod, yeah. Agreed. They're like, why don't you help her then? Yeah. Instead of filming her. Yeah. Fucking dumbass, man. No offense, guys. (laughs) Kind of offense. Okay. Okay, number six. I cheated on my ex-husband. We were living apart. He had moved to another state for a job I didn't want him to take, but it was not an open relationship. It didn't really make me happy because the other man was nothing but a dick in every sense of the word, but it did help to blow the lid off of a decaying relationship. See? Woman cheat to leave. Mm -hmm. The feeling I had after kissing someone new for the first time in 10 years was indescribable. Up until then, I'd felt so stuck and guilty, but kissing someone new made me realize everything could change. Having felt that, I understand why abusers are so obsessed with making sure their women don't stray. The touch of someone new can open windows that abusers don't want opened. Not that my ex was outright abusive, but manipulative and controlling? Definitely. I would have liked to get out from under that power, but kissing another man is what it took, and I'm not sorry. Can confirm. And that was by user Stupid Baby Lizard. 
That's like literally what I explained before in my relationship mm-hmm. a long time ago and then cheated on him with a good friend and yeah. it all it took was like, oh yeah, shit, bye. Yep. And I did. I left like the next day. I feel like I go crazy after long-term relationships. <laughs> so yeah, it's true. I go crazy if things aren't working. I think that's probably Like good. if you're both not putting in the effort anymore. Yeah. Well, he kind of seems like a dickhead to begin with, like an abuser. Manipulative and controlling. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of can't fault her on that one. No, I get it. And it sounds like they had a conversation where she didn't want to take the job, but he did anyway. Yeah. Well, and she, I mean, like we kept saying, like, women cheat to leave. Mm-hmm. When we cheat, we are trying to leave 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Really, like, kissing someone new after you've been in a long-term relationship is, like, wild. Can confirm. Mm-hmm. It's, like, <laughs> you're, like, oh, my God. You know those, like, butterflies? You know, like, right before you kiss for the first time? I don't get butterflies. Oh, well, I do, and it's incredible. <laughs> I love it! It's very addicting, though. Don't, like, get out of relationships to see the butterflies again. Okay. Unless you're not happy. Anyways. Okay. If you're not happy, then just leave. Leave. Yeah. I agree. Don't don't stay if you're unhappy. Fucking leave or go to therapy. But don't just like stay in a rut. Sometimes you're stuck. I will say sometimes you're stuck for a minute. No, I get it. I've been there. But like, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Grass isn't always greener. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Okay. Number seven. Ready? Yep. I was 22 and he was 26. We lived together and had a puppy. Oof, having dogs. This age makes it complicated. I realized after moving in, I was far too young to be in this serious of a relationship. I had a partner in crime for a friend who was recently single and we just egged each other on. I cheated once and told my significant other. I cheated twice and told him again. He kept taking me back. Finally, I just had to break up with him. We were both sad, but I ruined him for a long, long, long time. He had hopes of getting back with me even for five years after the breakup. He finally got married at 32. We don't talk at all or even have contact. My current boyfriend is three years younger than me and I'm his first girlfriend to move in with. I am totally projecting my fears of what I did to my ex onto him. What I did haunts me and I had many years of loneliness and failed relationships. I think karma is a bitch and I got what I deserved. I would be devastated if that happened to me. I will never cheat again in my life. And then it was, um, that's by user, I must stash you now. Okay. Oh, I must stash. Okay, that's funny. I must stash you now. Okay, that's funny. So that's hard because she cheated like many times and now she's afraid of it happening to her. I mean, karma is a bitch. I don't believe karma works that way. I've never thought karma works that way. I think that's just too black and white of the, karma's not that black and white karma's gray and it doesn't work in that way but i understand i you know i worry sometimes too about shit i did in my past people i hurt i'm like thick i suck i suck as a person <laughs> i get it i, I mean, get cheating it. sucks yeah but it's kind of on him for he keep taking her back <sighs> yeah i mean i get it because like sometimes you're so in love with someone you know or are you just like a fear of being alone yeah that might be it too it's like the whole thing we talked about knowing every like deep dark secret about someone then it's like someone new it's like so what's your favorite color it's crazy it sucks 
Yeah. It's crazy and hard and scary. And I mean, it doesn't suck building it up with someone else. That part doesn't, especially if you are in a loving relationship. But it's a big fear. Yeah. I mean, see, my problem has never been, like, leaving. Like, I've had no problem leaving. It's, like, staying sometimes that have been my problem. Like, I'm always, like, ready to run out the door because of my past and my trauma and my own issues. But staying with someone, that's that's hard and scary. So, yeah, we all have our shit. I hope that she's happier in this new relationship. Well, she, she doesn't ruin it with her fears. That's hard, too, when you let your insecurities and fears sneak up on you. it's Yeah, it can affect your new one. It definitely does. I feel like I do that with my relationship now. I'm, like, always, like, I'm like is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? Is he thinking this? Is he going to? Yeah, it's fucking, it's exhausting. You have to work on your trauma and therapy and stuff and work on yourself. And it takes a lot of time, and I'm still fucking working on it. Okay, number eight. I always look down on cheaters. I thought if the relationship is so messed up that you feel the need to lie and have sex with someone else, just go ahead and break it off. And then you can have sex with whoever you want without being a lying, cheating asshole. I mean, they're not wrong. They're totally not wrong. But I cheated on my fiance. On your fiance? He wasn't treating me well to begin with, but we were in love. Our relationship was amazing for years and it was hard to see that it was time to leave because things didn't change overnight. It was a slow deterioration. Mm -hmm. He wanted to move out of town, but I didn't. He acted petulant about being stuck that we came to a mutual decision that he should move first and I'd follow a few months later. I wasn't happy. Oh my God. Then, okay, I'm just trigger warning right here. Uh, Skip forward a few seconds. Or like like 30 seconds. Then I was raped. He treated me like I had cheated on him and told me it was my fault. Yeah, I hate this guy. I don't know why I stayed, but I was in love. It was still long distance. Then I met someone else who was funny, charming, sweet, and wonderful. It was just friendly at first. He was a customer where I worked and we would flirt when he came in. We wound up having an affair that lasted over two months. He made me happy instead of dragging me down. I broke it off with him when I was moving. Our final night together, my fiance walked in on us and amazingly, we stayed together even longer. I still think it was wrong to cheat. I should have just broken off my engagement first. I would never do it again, but now I understand that being a cheater doesn't make someone a horrible person. I understand how it can happen. And that was by Lolly Melina. Yeah, I don't think cheating makes you a horrible person like there are circumstances of where it happens of how it happens yeah i don't think being a cheater being like like cheating on someone makes you a horrible person i think it's horrible when like it's a friend and like you're cheating like with your friend's like boyfriend or husband like that's fucked that's fucked never done that yeah i've never done that either boundaries Mm -hmm. yeah because then you're fucking over like multiple people's lives yeah Yeah. clearly she was in love but very unhappy so it's like obviously if you're not getting what you want from a relationship i think you're unconsciously going to be seeking it somewhere else well and she got raped and he said she cheated on him oh yeah that's fucked up yeah yeah i don't i don't like him i don't like him for that that's fucked i don't like that at all that's disgusting no one it doesn't matter what situation you put yourself in. Rape is rape. Yep. 
Doesn't matter what you were wearing, what nope. you said, what you did, where you were. Nope. Does not matter. No consent. Rape is rape. Yep. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> That's very depressing. I don't blame her for what she did. I. No, I don't. I understand. And I hope she ended up with someone nicer. I hope she ends up with that guy. Mm, I think she said she ended up. Yeah, but then she was going to in the last night together. That's when her fiance caught them. Well, she stayed with her fiance, though. Oh, I thought she said she stayed with the other guy. Nope, she stayed oh with her fiance. God. Yeah. All right. Yep. All right. Let's read number nine. I cheated a few weeks ago on my boyfriend of six years. And honestly, I know this sounds strange, but it made our relationship better. I slept with a mutual friend of ours, not out of an attraction to him, but rather just as a physically satisfying sort of thing. It forced us to critically examine our relationship and what we were both doing that made the other happy or unhappy. Obviously, the best thing we could have done was catch these problems before they became bad enough to let this happen, but it served as a wake-up call for both of us to get back on track and work toward a better relationship. I confessed immediately, yes, we are still together and going strong. I cannot stress enough the importance of voicing your concerns sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah, communication. I mean, that's why with my boyfriend now, like I've written him like many emails and we've had to have many talks because I'm not letting anything get through now. Communication. Yeah. It's just so, it's different. It's different than my last relationships with my ex-husband. I just let things boil and burn and like, just like rage inside of me until I was done and he had no idea. And that's, that was my thing for a long time. But then like I got... I mean, my last ex, my last, yeah, well, he, he always called me a runner. So then I felt like I had to stay because he called me a runner and I wanted to be like, I'm not a runner. I can stay with someone. Yeah. (laughs) Just talk to each other. It's so important. It's so fucking important. Okay. Number 10. After graduating, my significant other and I became long distance. You realize how many of these are long distance? Long distance doesn't work. It's so fucking hard. Okay. And he changed quite a bit. He moved in with his parents and kept asking me, what the fuck? And kept asking me to rent him an apartment in New York City so he could work on his freelancing career. He refused to get any sort of job at all. I wanted to break it off, but didn't have any other reason to other than being bored with him. I think that's a plenty of reason right there above. I promised him once I was renting an apartment for us and not for him that he could move in, but I hated the idea. One night I was hanging out with an ex and having a great time and I cheated on the guy I was dating. The next day I called him up and dumped him, which I should have done months before. I never told him about the cheating. It's like we talked about earlier. Um, just gave him the reasons I should have broken up with him earlier. I think what I learned is that I should attempt to fix or end relationships when I'm unhappy or bored rather than just letting things go. I won't cheat again. And that was by user sex and rock and roll. Well, again, she put herself in the situation where she knew it would happen. With an ex. That's my point. Alone? There's just some people you just don't put yourself in the situation with. There are some exes that I feel like I could like hang out with like alone and it would be fine. I did. I hung out with my ex-husband and it was fine. We went to the park and hung out with dogs. It was fine. I mean, I wore a dress so I'd look hot, of course, but that's just what I do anyway because I like wearing dresses. But like, yeah, like we were talking about like with tea, it'd be like playing with fire, right? Like it would be playing with fire if not on his end, then on mine, if not on my end. It just wouldn't be a good idea. 
or like if I saw like my ex V, like that would be extremely complicated and confusing because that relationship was insane. Like there are just some exes or even like when I saw my ex at my friend's wedding, like all these feelings come up and you're like, oh my God, like they're just so confusing. Like being friends with an ex is hard. Hanging out with an ex alone. Yeah, I don't, I'm not friends with any of my exes. I'm really only friends with one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not friends with any of them. I was just so happy when I like deleted all my exes off my Instagram. I was like, boom, motherfucker, see ya. Felt yeah. so liberating. There's some exes where I'm like, I could not meet you for any, no. For any reason. No. I feel the I same could, way. I cannot put myself in that situation. I feel the exact same way about some of mine. Like, no. There's even no, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. No. What were you gonna say? No, I just say with every ex, there's always a point where you look at them and you're like, Did I mess up? At least I do. Maybe that's because I like run away from relationships. And then I'm like, what would happen? Like, what would happen if like we were together alone in a room? And you're like, hmm, I wonder. And then my sick mind is all about seduction. And I'm like, how would I seduce them? But I don't now that I have a boyfriend. But when I'm single, I'm fucking dangerous. This is why I should always have a boyfriend. I don't have that thought, though. Like, did I fuck up? Like, I don't know. Once you're, I'm done. No, see, mine is like, I I was the issue in a lot of my relationships because I am a runner. And like, I acknowledge that. And sometimes I wonder if I ran away too soon or like, I hurt this person because I was young and dumb. So there's definitely regret, but like, I'm happy with the person I'm with now. So I'm not like having those thoughts, but, but like, I'm a runner too. Like I get distance. I will pull mm-hmm. back. I'll do the same thing. But you run. So they'll run after you most of the time. I run to get the fuck away. Um, that's not always true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I just feel like if I'm done with you, like I'm done with you. Or like the people that broken up with me, I'm like, okay. And then like, they're always like, try, they always try to come back. And I'm like, no, obviously I wasn't good enough for you the first time. Yeah. I only, I only feel that way about like exes that I regret hurting, but exes that hurt me, I'm like, Fuck you. That's yeah, that's my about. point. But they always come back. They out of the always and I'm like, no. come back. Like, I'm, you're yep. the one that got away. You know how many times I've heard that? Yeah, I got it. I've heard it so many times. So I'm like, well, you know what? If you if I was the one that got away, you would have never let me go. See, my thing is I break my ex's heart so badly that they end up fucking hating me most of the time. And then they write mm, poems about me or songs or they hex me. So. I think I've had someone hate me so much. I oh, my know. God. They, I've had exes, like, literally despise me. And I'm like, oh, my God, you were so in love with me. Because <laughs> I'm so fucking twisted. <sighs> Scorpios, guys. This is me with Scorpios. I fucking love Scorpios. They're so intense, though. Don't fuck with a Scorpio. They will get revenge on you. And I will kind of find it hot that they want to. (laughs) I guess I'm a fucking mess. Okay. Anyway. Okay. 11. I did cheat on my last significant other, even after I said I would never do it from being cheated on several times in the past relationship. In past relationships. Before my last relationship started, I had and still have a pretty close friendship, sometimes a friends with benefits kind of friendship with a guy friend of mine. Mm, No, friends with benefits doesn't work. Nope. We had a whole podcast about this. Mm -hmm. Go back and listen, guys. 
It doesn't fucking work. Never. You think it works? It's probably them that has something for you. They think it works? You probably have a fling for that, like a flame, like for them. It, no. Nope. Anyway. I had been going out with my significant other at the time for just under a year when I realized that I wasn't completely happy. I struggled with this for a while. My friend and I were hanging out when we started play fighting and then cuddling and then we kissed. It didn't really go much further than that, but there have been talks of it going that way for quite a while, even before my relationship started. After it happened, I didn't feel bad, nor do I feel all that bad now. My boyfriend at the time did not find out and he never will. And yes, we broke up, but not over that reason. And that was by Ardiag. She's like, I don't even feel bad. Damn. Well, so I can kind of speak on this for a minute. Go for it. So with my last relationship, I uh, I may have sexed an old friend with benefits. And he, he's close engaged and everything. And I was with my last ex and we may have a little uh, sexting conversation for a night. It's fun sometimes. And do I, I did never feel guilty about it. <laughs> to this day, I don't feel guilty about it. I mean, you know me. I had a whole friends with benefits relationship for a while with somebody. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I'm the one that broke it off. Yeah. But I was just like, you know what? Go, girl. I don't I don't feel bad. I get it. I don't, I, I don't know. I just don't feel bad. Hey, you know what? Do what you do. But again, she cheated to leave. Hello. Exactly. I was already halfway out of my relationship exactly. at that point. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We were like actually together, together, but halfway out. Exactly. Mentally. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It just happened. So here we are. Yep. It happens. Don't regret it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Twelve. I wasn't married when I was a cheater, but I was in a relationship that meant the world to me. It destroyed that relationship and any real possibility of getting back together with that person. I have no real excuse or reason for cheating. Anything I say will just be an excuse. I had an opportunity and took it. That period of time is one of my biggest regrets in life. Since that relationship, I have never even contemplated cheating. So in my opinion, once a cheater, always a cheater doesn't apply to me. But it really depends on how much the cheater understands what is at risk. And that's by user Tessa Tire. So do you believe once a cheater, no. always a cheater? I don't believe it either. We talked about that on our Patreon because we talked about how like we had some gray stuff or some actual cheating when we were a lot younger, but like I didn't cheat once I got sober. Like even in the darkest pits of one of my most intense and horrible relationships, I didn't cheat. <laughs> he thought I was. He always thought I was trying to cheat on him, but I didn't cheat. Even when we were long distance, I didn't fucking cheat. You can change. Yeah, but being in situations where I have, this is why I see why people do it. Yeah. Because, you know, like with my my last relationship, I was like trying everything I could not to. Yeah. And then, you know, I said, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I get it. Again, cheat to You weren't getting what you want. You weren't, it's just like, you don't have any more connection. You have no more communication. You don't even know what goes on in that your significant other's life anymore because they seclude you from it. What do you expect to come out of this relationship? Yeah. Nothing. And then just because relationships end doesn't mean it's bad. Two people just end up going down two different directions from when they started. And that's okay. That is okay. I agree. But if you're both not going to acknowledge it and just ignore the elephant in the room. Exactly. And I've seen that happen. And then it's easy to just be like, well, fuck it. 
we're already like not talking it's disintegrating might as well i can see how that would happen mm-hmm. so okay 13 well i will say though i will say it's hard when you regret doing what you did that is hard yeah there are things i regret me too i think there are things i definitely That's regret exciting. it's rough most of them when I was young and really fucking dumb. I mean, there's also a lot of relationships I regret getting into. Same. Oh, my God. But it brought us here. So there's that. Okay. Two more. All right. 13. About halfway through a three-year relationship, I cheated. I was desperate for somebody more attentive, intellectual, and present. My boyfriend was difficult to track down at times. It started as a friendship with intimate conversations, and after a few weeks of wondering where my boyfriend was, I came across the other guy, and we made out. Wait, where the fuck? Why was she wondering? Like, weeks? You just miss him? Weeks of wondering where her boyfriend was? I don't understand that. I ended up telling... Oh, I'm sorry. Weeks of wondering where my boyfriend was, I came across the other guy, and we made out. I ended up telling my boyfriend he was spying on my email anyways. From where? Where the fuck was he? Would love to get more information on this. We stayed together for a while because I was young and thought we were supposed to be together. The other and I, the other guy and I never dated, but still maintain an interesting relationship. Hmm. Another time I cheated was near the end of a two-year relationship. We knew it was over. See, there it goes again. Mm-hmm. But for logistics sakes, we were waiting to have an actual conversation about our lack of future. I ended up hooking up with an old acquaintance, which I thought was going to go somewhere, but it didn't. I never told my boyfriend because our relationship was over. See, there it is again. And I wasn't going to pretend we were still together. I did not sleep with my boyfriend after that, or else I would have told him for health reasons. From the first time, I learned that if I'm missing something in a relationship, I need to talk with my boyfriend or break up. I'd never had some long-term guy on the side and hide it from my boyfriend before. Is it possible that I might make out with a guy once? Yes, but I won't put on a long-term charade. I'll do it once and tell you, or I'll end the relationship. And that's like breakfast underscore chocolate. I respect that. She's saying she wouldn't carry out an affair. And I agree. I couldn't do that I either. I respect that. No, I that's couldn't That's exhausting. That. I don't know. Like we were just talking about this. I don't have time for that. That sounds exhausting. No, but I, I really it's like, for anything. it's exhausting giving everything you can in a relationship and they're just not reciprocating or they just don't care mm-hmm. enough to fix it. They're just like passive and they're yeah. already like, they're already out the door. And you can try everything and they're just like, do nothing. Yeah. If you're at the point where you are like, Hey, can we talk about things? And they're like, it's fine. Or you're like, Hey, I think we need like couples counseling or like maybe you need to go to therapy and they're like no then I say like at that point like well you're also you're not there's no intimacy you're not getting feelings met yeah yeah that's like an incomplete relationship and does that justify cheating not always no but does it does it make it more understandable yeah when the person you love doesn't want to fight for you and isn't going to try anything to make the relationship better. Or kind of ignoring you, you in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Exactly. It's kind of like. You can only talk to yourself so much, so many times in a relationship. Absolutely. When you feel like you're fighting for the entire relationship on your own. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Nope. Not, not cool. Okay. Interesting. This one's a long one. You ready? Yeah. 14. This last one. 
My best friend cheated on her husband three times to my knowledge. They've been married for three years and have an 18 month old daughter before their daughter was conceived and she was planned. They had a few months where they both wanted out, but her family pressured her to stay with him and told her she was a failure if she got a divorce. Oof, oh, that's hard. Okay. Family. Yeah. She visited a male friend in Texas and slept with him. Her husband su- suspected this, but I don't know if she ever confessed it. They reconciled enough to decide they tried. They wanted to try and have a child and their lovely daughter followed. Then last summer, we went on a backpacking trip. And the night before we stayed at one of our college friends, family cabins near where we had to catch our ferry. She hooked up with our college friend that night. And according to him, she broke down and cried afterwards about how awful her marriage was. And our husband threatened to leave her and sue for full custody. Three days later, it was the last night of our backpacking trip. We ran into a park ranger who hit on us the day we arrived. He offered us some booze. I declined, but since my friend was desperate to leave her husband and the park ranger was a total sleaze, I knew they were getting it on. She confirmed this to me the next morning. She told me part of why she's so frustrated in her marriage was because her husband never wanted to have sex. Amen. Sorry. Mm, No, I get it. I'm inclined to believe her because of subtle things I've noticed when hanging out with them. But I think she's just trying to make herself feel satisfied for a moment. He could have been cheating on her, and I feel like he'd be way better at hiding it than she was. These three cases were likely not the last of it, so long as they keep failing to communicate and work at making each other happy. So all in all, cheating isn't always a one-time thing. Sometimes it is, but it depends on how badly the couple wants to stay together and how willing they are to make it work. And that is by user. We do not so. And there's another, there's a note here that say some stories have been edited for length and or clarity. And if you or someone you know is in immediate danger as a result of domestic violence, call 911. For anonymous confidential help, you can call the 24-7 National Domestic Violence Hotline at one 800 799-7233 or chat with an advocate via the website. Okay. I used to know someone that cheated on some of her boyfriends multiple times when they were young. When they were really young. Mm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I know anybody. I think you do a lot of stupid shit when you're in high school and in college. And to give this woman credit, it sounds like she has a very toxic family that doesn't want her to leave that relationship and probably would not support her if she left that relationship. No, and now they had a baby, which makes yeah. it even more complicated. This is why having kids scares me. This mm-hmm. is one of the many reasons. Did you see that thing on, oh, you deleted your Facebook. Um, it said this woman, she lived to a, at her age now is she's 109 and her I think secret, I know what you're talking yeah, about, her secret yeah. to living this long is having dogs and not kids. Oh, oh, I was seeing a different one. Yeah, that, that was her secret to living so long is to have solid, dogs, not kids. Solid. No, I saw one where they were asking this woman like how she had like lived so long and she was like, don't date men. That's how I stay healthy. And I was like, damn, girl. I love that for you. Yeah. I understand being unhappy in a relationship, but if you're cheating that many times, like, girl. Yeah, that, no, I haven't done a multiple. No, no, no. Yeah, but here's my thing. So, like, since high school, I'm always like, you know, I just, I don't want kids. I don't want to get married. And, like, that, those were never my goals in life. And 
even in my early 20s, I'm like, I still don't want kids. I still don't want to get married. Mm -hmm. So relationships were like easily or like expendable. Yeah. If that makes sense. Absolutely. And like, as I'm, you know, now in my 30s, I'm like, um, I don't know about the kid thing still. Me either. And, but now I'm like, you know what? I kind of do want to get married. I definitely want to get married again. (laughs) (laughs) So I've, I've matured a lot and I'm like, you know, yes, I I would love to get married now. Yeah. I'm with you. I feel you. And so I'm at the point in my life where if I'm in a relationship, I am in a relationship. Yep. I feel the same way. I will give it my all or, or, you know, it's done. And if they don't want to give it their all, if they don't want to like work with me and communicate with me, I'm not going to cheat, but I am going to leave. Yeah. Cause I want the one, I want that one person to build my life with. And if I feel like I'm not your first choice, if I feel like you're not working with me, if I am trying and trying and trying and you're not like working with me to make the relationship better, you're not communicating with me, we're not having sex or any of these things, like I gotta really take a long look because we're not young spring chickens. You know, we're not old by any stretch of the imagination, but we're not like 22. Like we've lived a long life. Not long, long, but like we've we've experienced a lot of shit. And you we and just... I have been through some relationship shit. Yes, we have. Jesus Christ. I just want to settle down with that, like, one person and be, like, that funny, cute old couple that, like, chases each other in, like, the fucking Ikea. So do I. Yeah, that's goals. That's goals And maybe it took me, like, 30-something years to get here, but I'm like, yeah, I want that now. I get it. All I want is my pink diamond and my blush pink gown in a beautiful forest with fairy wings on. That's why I want to get married. I'm ready. I'm going to elope to the Bahamas and swim with pigs. There you go. Sounds good. Love it. Love it for you. So let me ask you this. So you're, if you are in a relationship with someone and you feel like they're not communicating well with you or they're shutting down, whatever, but then they're communicating with another woman, Mm-mm. but nothing like sexual, nothing, whatever. But if they're putting emotions into another woman, is that cheating? It would depend on the conversations. There is such a thing as emotional cheating. I think when you can begin to lean on another person for all your issues and you're not talking to your significant other, you're talking to this other person about all your problems and your thoughts and your day. And I think that's when it gets into a gray area of like, it's kind of emotionally cheating. And that can easily lead into an emotional affair where you start saying like, I love you and like thinking that way. And that can easily lead into a physical affair. So it's gray. It's definitely not great. And it's something that I would address at my earliest convenience and be like, the fuck is this? The fuck is this? No. And I, I, no, I agree with you. I think it is emotional cheating. But like, what if they're like, well, no, we're just friends. That's, and like, that's why it's gray because like I have guy friends that I am close to and that I do talk to. Like, like Chris and I will talk on the phone for like two hours sometimes. And he's like one of my best guy friends. He is my best guy friend. You know, like I have guy friends. So it's just, it's like the conversation. It's how you feel. It's like, like how often it is. Like it's a gray area and it's different for everybody. So I, I, that's a hard question to answer. Well, that's where you got to like give boundaries Mm -hmm. in place. But it's not like there's certain things you wouldn't talk to Chris about. No. And sometimes 
Like we've talked about this before. Sometimes you lean really hard on your guy friends mm -hmm. and sometimes it's inappropriate, I think. Yes. If they have a significant other, I think it's inappropriate in the fact that, like I said, energy shift. Well, like Chris doesn't talk to me about his marriage and I don't talk to him about like my relationship other than like, oh, we're good. And I think that's probably the best way to approach that thing. I have plenty of girlfriends I can come do with that shit. So I'm good. I don't need to discuss in detail with any other man, except if he's my therapist, my relationship. So would you like it with your boyfriend if a woman was his friend, but leaning pretty hard, like all the shit in her life, leaning no, hard on him? I would not enjoy that. And we would have to have a talk about that. And the fact that he always talked about her. Yeah, no, I, that's, it feels weird to me. I feel like we'd have to talk about that. Because it is weird. I agree. Okay. I wanted your perspective on that. That's how I feel about it. It's It warrants a conversation about boundaries, about what they're okay with and what they're not okay with, about what you're okay with and you're not, and you know, it's, it's all a talk about what is okay and what isn't okay. Like my one ex, like did not want me talking to my ex-husband at all and like made me block him. And actually my ex-husband had a girlfriend that made him block me and wouldn't allow him to talk to me. I've actually had a few uh, exes that are like, my girlfriend won't let me talk to you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Like you said earlier, back to they're threatened by you. Oh yeah. I mean like, yeah, I still remember this one guy, like one of my exes told me she was like, sorry, I'm not tall and blonde, the black German shepherd. I was like, y'all can't be this babe, sorry. <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, like I did respect, I, I did respect that boundary. I, like it was hard because Tony and I were friends and we talked a lot, but like we didn't cross boundaries. Like I wasn't like going into detail about my relationship. It was just like, oh, how are you? Oh, you want to hang out with Grim? Yeah, sure. Let's not, let's, let's set up a play date. Like I don't even have to see you. You can just pick them up and whatever. Yeah. I mean, there are just things that you have to be like careful with. Yeah, especially when it comes to the opposite sex, if you're a hetero individual. There are just things that just bear, like, having conversations about if it's bothering you. I think if it's bothering you anything, you need to just come out and talk about it. That's what I think. And that is why I have, like, literal lists, and I will go down the list, and we will talk. That's how I am. I agree. So anyway, do you have anything else to say on the subject of cheating? No, I feel like we talked a lot about cheating. We did. I think that was a good article, though. Yeah, much better than the other one, the girl secret one. That one was weird. This yeah. got more into depth, I feel like, and I thought it was good. We still have the uh, guy secrets that girls don't know about, too. Yeah, I have that link. Probably like, I mean, I'll do that one if it's better than the girl one. You're like, I like to masturbate three times a day. And you're like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you're nasty. You're nasty. Man. I know, my ex. I'm not a sexual person at all. Fucking yeah. it's an OnlyFans account and all that. Okay. okay. I feel like I'm just so fucked up after, like, someone I knew that I set my friend up with, like, cheated on his wife with her. But she didn't know. Like, she didn't fucking know. I'm triggered by that. Like, that he had multiple affairs with multiple women and that he even slipped under my fucking radar. Like, it makes you, like, side-eye everyone. Like, are you cheating? Are you cheating? Like, every married guy, you're like, are you trying to cheat? Like, it's just, it's, fucking, it's a fucking mess. Okay, maybe it was supposed to happen because maybe your friend was the one that would finally tell the wife. 
Yeah, I mean, and she hasn't heard from her, so I... Maybe that's what it took for the wife to find out was her telling her, like, hey, your husband's been doing this. Yeah, it might have been it. She's not one to let things lie. She's very fiery, and she will, like, be like, hey, this shit is not right. And she should be. And on honesty, if I was in the situation, I would want someone to tell me. I would absolutely want someone to tell me. Fuck. Like, hey, I hooked up with your husband, but didn't know I was your husband until, mm-hmm. like... I'm not going to be mad at the girl if she doesn't know about no, me. No, I mean, you can't blame mm-hmm. the girl. She got played, too. Unless the girl is knowing, like, knows that you are in love with this guy and, like, you have feelings for him still and that relationship is still serious and she's and she's still doing it, then fuck the girl. But a lot of the times, the girl doesn't know. He's like, oh, I'm miserable. I'm so not happy. My wife never does anything for me anymore. We're on the verge of breaking up, divorce, separation, whatever the case. That always happens. They're like, I'm just about to leave her. They all fucking say that. And I'm sure women say that too, to men. You cannot believe it until they literally end it. Just Mm -hmm. wait. Why have to have the affair when they're still together? Like, if they're really serious about leaving, then be like, okay, well, don't touch me until you fucking leave her. Why is that so fucking hard? They'll do it if they want to. Like, I was pretty much roommates with, uh, I was roommates with my ex, basically. And I would talk to different people. And yeah. it, I was like, eh, it's not, like, worth uprooting everything right now. And then I talked to one guy, and I was like, I'm done. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move shit along now. Like, it was just, it takes, I don't know. Sometimes it takes that. I do get it. It's just. If you really want to do it for someone, you will. Yeah. So that I get. Yeah. And I did do it for someone. Yeah. So. And for yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's the big thing. God, mostly do it for yourself. Because otherwise you might, God, I have so many emails. Jesus Christ. Well, I was like stuck for a while. I'm not going to get into that whole situation of why I was like stuck. I get it. But it wasn't enough to be like, hurry up and like, I don't know. Hurry up and leave. Because I like, it was just a whole process. I get it. And it was a lot of work. And I was like, I just moving sucks a dick yeah i just i fucking hate moving and then just took one person i was like i'm out done i'm gonna gonna do it and i did it sometimes it literally just takes one and then you're like good to go haven't looked back exactly okay all right any more to say we good i think we're good all right guys well as always thanks for joining us here um please follow us at bitches don't brunch podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon. You guys should definitely join our pastry. Our Patreon. I wish it was Patreon. God, I love pastries. Why do you post pictures of things you bake on there? Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. I don't know if people would actually be interested in that. Some people are weird about food pics. Mm. I guess I could do that. I do bake a lot lately. You could, like, put it on your body. I'm just kidding. I mean, I wouldn't mind I'm getting dirty with it. I wouldn't mind that, but I'm not putting that on this Patreon. I'd put it on another Patreon. I'd charge a lot more. Sit on cakes and shit? Fuck yeah. Why do we lingerie? I don't give a fuck. Just kidding. Not really. Anyway, um, you should follow us on Patreon because we always post photos. We talk about, like, different notes and things that we've written about, like, 
you know, the haunted colleges, for instance, like I'm going to post my transcript on there or like we'll post like cute photos on there or like we do tea time. So you guys will get like extra content no matter what tier. We've got a $3 tier, which is just tea time. So you'll get like our videos and we've got a $5 tier, which is everything that we post. So we recommend the $5, but if you only want to see tea time, that's totally fine too. Um, we are, I will be getting back to social media. I took a break because I hate it sometimes. But I was posting weird news on there every day. So if you want some weird news, you can just scroll through our Facebook, which is Bitches Don't Brunch Without the Eye. Um, and if you want to follow us personally on Instagram, you can follow Montana at MBigSky. You can follow me at Spellbell Period Poet. We are always willing to take your questions, your advice. If you want to email us your stories, your thoughts, you can email us at BeDon'tBrunchPodcast at gmail.com. We would love it if you could give us a five-star review and leave us um, anything on Apple or Spotify because that will like get us out to more listeners. If you can share our content, if you can just like word of mouth it to like one or two people, it would honestly mean the world to us. And I think that covers it. Yeah, you always kill it at the end. All right, cool. Like I, we've got like a script that's in my head that I'm like, here it is. Um. So yeah, stay tuned for our next podcast which we don't know what it'll be about maybe something spooky are you ready to do something spooky if i needed a break from something spooky i don't know we'll see how it goes tonight i'm gonna i'm alone tonight so we'll see how it goes well, i'll be alone tonight too so i'll like just like knock and be like hey what's up um oh you can just come time. down i can hear you that's true we'll see how it goes tonight guys we might do spooky we might do another buzzfeed article BuzzFeed, you should really pay us. Put us on your payroll, please. Sponsor us. We give you so much credit. We fucking do. Oh, my God. And then we got to figure out, what did, What would you say on the not safe for mom scales that episode was? The way it just did. Probably just not safe at all. Well, it depends. Like, my mom doesn't like hearing about that stuff. I would say probably three. three. Okay. Yeah, three out of five. We have a not safe for mom scale, if you guys didn't know. So, moms, families, uh... If it's zero out of five, you're safe. Two out of, five, out of five. Probably a lot of sexual oh, stuff. Oh, very explicit. Very explicit. Don't listen to it, mom. Please stop. <laughs> Don't listen to those. Thank you so much. Turn back, Betty. Turn back. So we'll see. We'll see what we do. If it's going to be spooky or sexy next week, but we will let you guys know. And in the meantime, just catch up on all our other content. All right. Well, we'll see you on the next one. See you on the next one, guys. Bye. Bye.